And you are listening to another episode of FOW Live here on the uh, FOW Radio Network. I am Patrick, your host with me, Danny Danger, and Eric, as always. Will Mika Villas make an appearance? Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, otherwise, we miss her. Uh, but, fellas, we're crushing something. Is it Rusev Day? We're crushing something? You guys didn't hear that crushing? No. I heard some crushing. No. no. Maybe I'm imagining things. Not the first time. Uh, yeah, so it's Thursday afternoon. Guys, I don't know about you, but uh, I tuned in uh, on TNT to watch Dynamite last night. And uh, Okay, I'm kidding. I did not do that. But this morning I was preparing myself to watch or see, see what I've missed. And, uh, yeah, there, there was nothing. Apparently they no, moved to Friday night. Yeah. Apparently they, they moved to Friday night. Yeah, they, they, they're, they're auditioning for uh, Rampage, I guess. Um, of course, Very the NBA... Strange, though. Well, it's the NBA playoffs. Uh, so, so they got bumped announced. by the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. This was announced, I think, last weekend or something. I, I think I meant to bring it up last week, but, you know, I forgot about it. And then you obviously so, forgot about it this week too. So well, no, I did. Yeah, briefly, but then I remembered. So we're talking about it in the pocket. Hey, I'm talking about it on the show, so at least I didn't forget that. That's that's the important thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, can you blame TNT confidence. for bumping them though? I mean, their ratings for NBA are like three times what they get for Dynamite. So I mean, let's be honest. Paying Dynamite more money to move to TBS. Still makes TNT more money because they they're still gonna have an NHL on Wednesday nights that they, that that hockey fans are used to. So and the and the channels are all owned by the same parent company, anyways. Yeah, but still, the uh, according to I remember the um, what what's his name Tony Khan had mentioned in the past when the the rumors first started after NHL came up with this deal. The rumors was we're always we're, are you going to move? And he said no. Wednesday nights our night. We're contracted. We would only move if it was best for business. Um, and and ba- basically alluding to more money. So yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So they they got paid extra to move to TBS, even though the production doesn't cost anymore, but they had to pay the, the content provider. Um, so yeah, but look, they're going to make so much money with, uh, with the NHL. I mean, apparently there's a lot of hockey fans in this world. There are. Apparently that's a thing. So yeah. Yeah. I learned about hockey from Disney and I watched the Mighty Ducks. That's how I found out about hockey. Interesting. So. Yeah, it's 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 really not like kids pee wee league though. It's a little bit more. It's really not. Well, I I I you know. Yeah, you Estevez like, isn't there. You know, I mean, it's very different. I mean that I, that explains a lot, but yeah, you know, I still get the Mighty Ducks at least until Disney sold them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Now I think they're just the Ducks. Yep. The Anaheim Ducks. Quack, quack. Yeah, I think back the name the name was the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Lots going on. Uh, more, more, uh, more cuts in WWE guys. Uh, this yeah. time not nine. Well, the only other talent, uh, I guess, to lose, <coughs> excuse me, their jobs was Tom Phillips, who was the former um, uh, lead commentator for Monday Night Raw before he uh, lost the job to the now departed. Uh, what's his name? Um, Ad Adnan. Um, I, I'm terrible with names. Yeah, Adnan Verk, right? Yeah, uh, Verk. So yeah, so they're gone, and in comes Jimmy Smith, the new lead commentator. But these cuts, a lot of them happen in corporate. Now I was trying to Google, so to see if I could find out more information. You know, you like to Google uh, WWE cuts and. After I go through the big ones, then you find the little ones. Uh, so mm-hmm. apparently, the, the, what's going on behind the scenes is they're merging a bunch of departments. Like there's the, a, the, the YouTube department, the video content that did stuff for YouTube, social media, for Facebook, Twitter, uh, Tout, I guess, on one time, uh, mm-hmm. and on the website. So you get all these different groups, all that, that, that are doing online content. Well, yeah. they're merging everything into one group called WWE Media, which is gonna okay. be heading over the and it's gonna be headed by Kevin Dunn. Of course. Uh, so all the you know a, a lot of the unessential executives from all these other departments lost their jobs. There's a lot of you know there was like a I think a VP that got the, the the, of media lost her job. Um, She's been with the company thing for two years, and and a bunch of other redundant jobs. I guess I mean no one wants to be called redundant, but when you think about combining jobs, you don't need everybody to do it. So, so that, apparently that's what's going on. They're reshuffling, and now when there's reshuffling in the corporate side. The rumors are always going to come as to why they're restructuring departments within the company. And this conversation, every time that it seems that every time that these type of cuts happen, the, the conversation turns into, is WWE getting ready to sell or for a sale? So yeah. what do you guys think? In 2021, with Vince McMahon getting, well, well over six billion dollars uh, between Fox, NBC, Universal, and Peacock. Is he ready to say, "Look, we're making lots of money right now, and wait till those Saudi tours start back up"? Is this the time to sell high on WWE? No, I'm still confused that with all this, you know. Huge amounts of money they're making, you know, they're making great TV revenue, these these merger, you know, these buyout type television distribution deals, yet they still find the need to make quote unquote budget cuts and release a bunch of people. 
That seems confusing to me, but I maybe that's just how corporate world works. But it seems like they're making a shit ton of money, so they shouldn't be needing to cut anything. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, know? that's how corporations work. The more money they yeah. make, the more people they cut. Yeah. Well, Danny, think about it. If they're merging all these departments, you don't need somebody to head over the YouTube video department and somebody over the Facebook YouTube department and somebody over the WWE website department. Yeah. You can have well, that, one person, yeah. and then you cut two of them. That's what's yeah. happening here. Yeah, no, and I get that. But at the same time, why is there a need to merge all these? And also I'm talking about talent cuts over the last couple of weeks and stuff. Yeah, well, that's a, a, a very a very you know, yearly annual tradition. Yeah, but they're making so. way more money than than you would think that they you know they shouldn't be having to cut people for cost cutting effect. Nope. There shouldn't be a need for that because they're making so much. It doesn't make sense to me either. Yeah, I agree with you, but like Eric said, it happens all the time in corporate America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So people hate corporates, corporations, no. and yep. stuff. Yeah. So we hate the so. So yeah. Eric. Uh, you say this is not a time to sell high on WWE. There's no reason to sell. Why would he? Look, let's just say, and I'm just throwing a, a number here, right? I'm just going to be... I mean, if somebody um, makes you an offer, you can't refuse, of course. Yeah. But I mean, like... Like, if, if somebody comes and says, look, I'll give you $1.5 billion. No. He just made more than that on the Peacock deal. Why would he sell yeah. for less than that? Okay. Well, I'm just comparing to like a, 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 a you know, like if somebody came up team. to him and offered him a hundred billion dollars, yeah, take it. But I mean, there's no reason for him to sell. All right. Let's say they come to you. Well, sure. Uh, it has to be a big number, but that's the thing, right? They could give him a big number. Amazon just bought MGM for almost nine billion dollars. So let's say somebody tells them, hey, you don't have to work for the next five years for the rest of the $6 billion. I'll give you $10 billion right now up front. It means you don't have to work anymore. You have, he has to work for f- at least five plus more years to get this full $6 billion. Here somebody's giving him $10 billion up front. No work. No. Still not worth it. So you, you're gonna you're gonna work for five years and get six billion, or you could just take ten billion and and call it a day. At that point, it's like arguing over a dollar. No, it's still not worth it. Maybe you can go buy and buy the XFL again. No, I mean no, it's no. That's not a number that I would even consider selling WWE for. Danny, what is the number that you would sell the WWE for? I mean, I don't. These numbers are so large, they're almost not even realistic. So I don't even know what to, you know, what to say. If you're not coming at me with at least 40 to 50 billion, I'm not interested in selling my company that I've, you know, essentially built from the ground up. Got no interest in it. Especially when I have NBC Universal throwing billions of dollars at me, Fox throwing billions of dollars at me. Like, there's no point. Live events are about to start up. I'm about to start making bank off that. You know, it just it makes no sense. That's fair. 
the question was just posed. I seen it around, so I just wanted to post. No, it yeah, no, it's a yeah. good, it's a good hypothetical. But just in in my in my eyes, I I couldn't see selling it for something like for an ungodly amount of money. There's just no reason to. Like, it's his livelihood. It's his kid's livelihood. It's his, I guess, kid in laws. Livelihood, pretty much. It just doesn't. Yeah, it, it doesn't. I don't even know if he would consider selling it for fifty billion dollars. I mean, you'd consider it for sure, but like, yeah. I don't know. I it, I guess it all just depends. What is, what is, his baby worth to him? Yeah. I mean, I guess everybody um, probably has a number in their head that they would sell yeah. it for. You know, he probably has a number like, oh, if I was offered this much, I'd do it. And who's telling what that number is, though? $62 trillion. Yeah. No, no, I think he'd do it for $100 billion. That's good enough. Maybe. He won't even, he won't even live long enough to, see, to use much of that money. He'd set Steph trips. Uh, Shane, the grandkids, the great grandkids, the great 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 grandkids. <laughs> yeah, generations of his family would be set to live in a that, that, that money would for a long time. that would, money would pay for um, for that plane for at least another hundred thousand years for generations. Yeah, mm-hmm. you take you take the money and immediately turn right back around and start the World Wrestling Federation Entertainment. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Or WCW. Yeah, no, because then they the whoever buys it owns a trademark to that too. Well, yeah. Uh, so it, definitely an interesting thing, but it's it's all good. Um, no one's selling anything, but it's interesting to talk about Jimmy Smith. Uh, I mentioned him jo- joining uh, WWE now as the lead commentator for Monday Night Raw. Uh, Danny, you had no clue who Jimmy Smith is. Um, no. A lot of people also may have thought that, that we were they, they were uh, uh, hiring uh, you know the actor of uh, what the NYPD Blue Fame Jimmy Smith. No, it wasn't him. It, it would have been kind of cool to hear him on commentary. Uh, but no, Jimmy Smith is a former uh, Bellator MMA and UFC commentator. He's got a podcast like the other million like celebrities out there. Yeah, we do. Pretty much. I mean. Um, there's also a Jimmy Smith that played in the NFL for like 12 years. Probably a yeah. name here. Yeah. So, yeah. He he admitted he hasn't watched wrestling since like the early 90s. Uh, but he 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 used to be a fan. Uh, he liked the Young Yard Dog uh, I, I, I hear uh, amongst others of the old school guys. Uh yeah. Uh, oh, Mr. Mr. Perfect and Devon Eriks. That's it. Uh, and Bruce Brody. I don't know where I came with the Young Yard Dog. Everybody should like the Young Yard Dog. May he rest in peace. Like so, you know. Yeah. And apparently, I think I mentioned this to you guys, uh, that he did a, he did a, what do you call it, a, a, a test run or a, uh, uh, what do you call that when you're doing something? When you try something out. Yeah, try out. That's when it. you're trying something out, it's called a yeah. tryout. <laughs> English is not my first language, guys. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> uh, 
but uh, and a match he did was Cesaro versus Daniel Bryan. Bet that was um, a banger of a match. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that, that that's an easy one to do. Apparently, Michael Cole told him uh, watch as much as you can. So he he has been watching a lot of wrestling uh, over the last few weeks or months, I guess. So yeah, it must I, be nice he, to be paid to watch wrestling, huh? Right. Yeah. Uh, he's got a. He's very a very enthusiastic uh, commentator, so I think he'll do well. Uh, he won't sound like he's having sleep like Vern did. If I got paid a dollar for every hour of wrestling that I've watched, I'd be fucking rich. Yeah, you have a lot of dollars. I'd have a lot of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I look forward to seeing how, do, how he does. And, uh, yeah, he will put a crap from, from Corey Gray, so... That should also be fun. Oh man. Um. So yeah. So WWE announced thing that they were going on this th- on this twenty five city tour. Uh, of course, the tour consists of uh, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown on Fox, and uh, the monthly pay per views. Uh, it's gonna go through September, uh, Labor Day, September. Uh, and they've announced three more dates. Of course, the first three dates, I believe, uh, uh, were uh, Fort Worth, Dallas, and another city in Texas I cannot remember right now. I want to say Houston. We'll make a thing and just say it was Houston. Um, okay. But they've announced now they're going to Cleveland, Kansas City, and Minneapolis on the next three days, the following week. So starting in the center of the uh, of the country, yeah. So they go, they go. Yeah, actually, yeah, I was right. Here you go. Google tells me that I, I was correct. They're doing Houston on May on July 16th for SmackDown, then followed by Money in the Bank in Fort Worth, <coughs> and then Raw in Dallas. Uh, so yeah, so the next week uh, for SmackDown, Raw, and SmackDown will be Cleveland, Kansas City, and Minneapolis. What the heck? I mean, not that, uh, not that the miss is gonna be there, but they kind of booked oh, oh, Cleveland in, on SmackDown. You thought they would have done that for Raw, but it's all good. Miss is not here. Get it well soon. Uh, so yeah, so so far six out of the twenty-five dates. How much are we hoping Atlanta is going to be one of them? Uh, I would assume so. If you pick twenty-five cities out of the United States, I would assume Atlanta would be one of those twenty-five. As you pick major cities that have a decent wrestling market, you know I would assume Atlanta. Atlanta's always been a good, you know, quote unquote, a good wrestling city. So, if you thought about them doing a three-city tour in this in the area, Atlanta, Charlotte, and maybe Nashville. Maybe, yeah. If you yeah. like neighboring states, yeah, nearby-ish states, yeah. Because I think when they go down to Florida, I think they're gonna do like three cities in Florida. Yeah, they're not sure in Florida, Florida, Miami. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And I think what they're trying to do is just places that have less and less COVID restrictions. So yeah, yeah. That's why they're starting with Texas, who has literally nothing, pretty much none. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm going from there. You know, I like it. Uh, 
no house shows. So I, I think it's going to be a while before we see a house show. And it might be a good thing. Maybe not necessarily because of the, you know, COVID, but it's going to save them tons of money. Because if you look at some of the, the towns that they, they used to do, some towns, they didn't have any options except for, like, a stadium and trying to put a show with, like, maybe 500 to 1,000 fans in a large, even in a college stadium. It doesn't really look that good. They were doing house shows in Columbus here with, like, our 3,000-seat stadium, and there might have been 200 people in it. Yeah. I, I, th- I think the days of um, of house shows not not going to be over forever, but I think that we're going to see a lot less. And right now, might be a good idea. They're not really making any money out of these house shows. Um, so That's just for the talent, the really and truly. Like, yeah, how because some so apparently I don't know how it is anymore, but back in the day there used to be house show like bonuses and stuff. I'm sure that there still was, but I assume that they found a way to, you know, mix that all together now. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I do remember them for that loss. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do remember where they were paying them for, um, you know, for, for you know, if they drew that a certain house, but they're not drawing those large houses and houses uh, these days. And, you know, hey, the talent has to maybe spend less money on travel. Why get yeah. a hotel in one place when you're less probably bumps, less, making you get more less, time yeah. to rest? I mean, if you think about it, there's certain talent that may work four times a week now. Or four yeah. times a year. I'm so, or not, God, months. Um, and then pay-per-view. Four times a month. Yeah. yeah, four times a month and then a pay-per-view. You may be booked. You may not be booked. So, yeah. I mean, that's a lot more time at home. And I'm sure that the wrestlers aren't pushing for house shows to come back because God knows I wouldn't. Yeah, Their schedule so I'm not making nuts. my money for yeah. sure. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I, let's see what they announce the rest. So right now they're going from Texas to the Midwest. And, <laughs> I don't know. They'll eventually make their way down to New York, up to New York. Yeah, probably big show for MSG, I would assume. No BS. No, no, no. no, no. He, he's with uh, MP- AEW now. Um. <laughs> but uh, you know, I one of the cities they are going to is Las Vegas. Uh, Viva Las Vegas, because they are getting SummerSlam, which is apparently going to be on a Sunday or a Saturday. Hmm. That's about to say. Though. Interesting. That I had not heard. I've heard rumblings that they've got um, whatever. The Raiders Stadium is called booked up for a Saturday uh, uh, because Legion Stadium. Yeah, whatever the the toilet bowl because it looks like a giant toilet bowl. Um, they've got it booked for a Saturday, so I don't know. Yeah, that'd be freaking weird. But AEW's been doing it. Yeah, yeah. I think it works, you know, because then you can. You could potentially have a later show, and then fans don't have the excuse of, well, I can't stay up that late watching a show on a school night or a work night or whatever. You know, Saturday night's the night to party. I mean, a lot of UFC shows, most of the UFC shows are on Saturday, and here on the East Coast, they the show doesn't start until 11 o'clock. Yeah. You know, but it's on a Saturday, so you can justify if you're going to pay the money and stay up that late till 
one thirty or two watching a fight. But who watches that fake shit anyway? Yeah. I do. We all know that wrestling's real. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. Wrestling's real. UFC's fake. There you go. Kayfabe, brother. Kayfabe. Hmm. Um, what else is going on with Lee? I was raw. It was uninteresting. I only watched an hour and a half of it, and it's like an hour and a half that I wish I could have back to do literally anything. All right, so NXT. Uh, the Million Dollar Man showed up, and his new protege, I guess, uh, Eli Knight. L.A. Knight. Oh, L.A. Knight. Yeah. You're getting his Impact name and uh, his WWE name mixed up. They're, they're almost, they sound almost identical. Which is Are the they point. turning yeah. Cameron face? I don't know. It's kind of seeming like it, and I'm kind of here for it. I think that he probably just, because of the character, people are starting to dig it, and so they're kind of just trying to slowly turn him face because I think the fans want to cheer for him because of his goofy stuff. Well, that that also, and what are you going to do with the millionaire man? Make him a baby face and back a baby face? I mean, yeah. what baby face is going to want is we say, oh, yeah, I'm with the millionaire man. Well, and DiBiase's best work was always yeah. as a heel anyways, you know? Yeah. So. And it's know. okay because we all just want to go to the moon. Sure. We all do. You read my mind. Uh, what else happened? And I watched the show yesterday. No, I watched this two, two days ago. That's why I can't remember. What do you guys think of the main event? Um, I hope we move on to something else. Well, I've I've heard word that you know Raw's been wanting to bring Balor back up for several months, but NXT really likes him, and so they Raw hasn't really proposed a big storyline, you know, big plans for Balor. They just want him back, but they haven't really laid out what they're going to do with him once they get him back. So as of now, he's you know, everybody enjoys him down on NXT. He's doing great work. And no call-up has, you know, no bigger voice has come over to to kind of veto NXT wanting to hold on to him. So with him losing to Cross here, you know, maybe that th- this would be a time to transition him back to the main roster. I don't know. Because if you're going to have him, you're going to have him be a top guy. You're going to have him be... You know, a major player in a big in a big feud, and pretty much losing to Cross outright kind of sets him up as as to not be in that position. You know, where does he go from here? So this would be a good time for a transition, or they could go ahead and set him. You know, set him up in another program. And I mean, I just feel like going towards the North American Championship or the Tag Team Championships is just kind of a step down from the work that Balor's put in the last year and a half at NXT. So, yeah. I mean... So it would have to be like a big a big high-profile blood feud or for the title, pretty much. And I don't know if yeah. he has... You know, so it, that's... If they set something up with him, then 
then that then they could do that, but I don't know if they're they're going to. And seeing the landscape of who the top guys in NXT are, how many times can we see Balor wrestle against Dunn, O'Reilly, Cole, Gargano? You know, it's like it's the same. Have we ever guys. seen Finn Gargano? I feel like I've seen it, but if not, I don't want to see it because I feel like I've seen him. Um, I know we've seen him in, with Dunn. I know we've seen him with Kyle. I know we've seen him with Cole, and then Carrion. But I don't, I don't think that we've gotten Gargano, Balor, at least yeah. outside of anything but a one-off. Yeah, definitely not a yeah. definitely not a longer program. Huh. Who knows? But I mean, what what does he do on Raw? He doesn't beat Lashley. I mean, I guess he could. I, there's nobody else on Raw that can beat Lashley. I mean, or that they're at least positioning to beat Lashley. Right. He come in a huge ovation. Yeah, just push him back into the you know the or like yeah. he was before as the face, the ordinary man who can do extraordinary things, and you know no. that was kind of his tagline. Let's just give him the prince. Get let him be the prince. No demon shit. None of that. Just just let him be the prince. His NXT gimmick has been fantastic because he's just been kick ass Finn Balor. Yeah, but you know they want a more colorful gimmick than just the guy who kicks ass. Remember the time they, that they tried to have, have a bunch of guys who just kick ass. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, what was also fun was the successful debut of Frankie Monet uh, defeating Cora Jade. Uh, Cora Jade signing. We were just wondering where where her and Gigi Dolan were. I thought Gigi was going to be the one who I'd heard that Gigi was going to be taking Frankie's uh, debut, but apparently it was Cora instead. Where yeah. in the world is Gigi? Not uh, on TV. Swallowing her lip ring, apparently. I saw her post a status on Twitter about it yesterday. Hmm. She swallowed her lip ring. <laughs> um, no, oh. good for Frankie. She did good. Um, yeah, she looked great. Looked at a big superstar style entrance. Yeah. That big, that big coat cape thing she had on. It looked like a freaking wedding and dress. Her new music. Yeah. I loved it. I love her. It's still weird calling her Frankie, but yeah, but it's very over the top. It's very fitting with how she's been portrayed, you know, since debuting in the, you know, backstage and stuff. So she wants all the attention on her, all the glitz, the glam, the bravado, you know, and she definitely had that with her entrance. And she's still screaming that she's Loera Loca. So yeah. And then she did the glam slam. Uh Uh-huh. And And Beth Beth even commented. (laughs) It's like, I don't know. That looks familiar. Yeah. what got her to the dance. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so, what about the tag match with um, with Raquel and uh, Dakota and um, Fire what, Pit? Fire Pit, yeah. Um, are we already? We already heading towards the them? Dakota and Raquel split. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, I'm 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 waiting for the super kick. Yeah. I mean, we're like one or two tag matches away from a super kick. Well, I hope we don't break up Ball Pit because, like, or whatever their name is, Fire Pit, Fire Ball Pit, Pit yeah. whatever. Because I mean, there's only three tag teams in the women's division, so yeah, yeah, we need them too. So 
Yeah, they needed oh, some what, solid, what, stable face tag team. What, once they remember, they got like Gigi and those so the girls that probably could put up another team. Yeah. I mean, Gigi and Cora look like a tag team, so let them. Yeah, and they look decent, you know, when they when they team together in the in the Dusty Classic, the Women's Dusty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they do kind of have a, simil- a similar, you know, kind of dark, kind of, you know, punker, goth kind of look. If only they had Vex still, it would be good. Yeah. But no, we had to fire them all. Yeah, one Boom. at a time. Yeah, it's okay. We'll hire more people. Uh, I guess we'll technically more, we'll more people for cheap. Yeah, yeah. I guess technically Zaya and uh, Tion are a tag team. Mm-hmm. They could do it if they ever actually let Tion wrestle. Yet. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I think they're building to that, but I think since she's you know she's being built as some ethereal kind of larger than than just an average person type character, you know, like a like a Bray Wyatt or something, you know, that's that's kind of a, a supernatural almost. Yeah. I don't think they would just throw her on a team with Zaya and let them in the tag division um, just yet. I think they want her, you know, her to be seen as this this kind of su- a supernatural type character who, who should be feared and all this. You know, she marked Mercedes Martinez, you know, so that's supposed to be like, oh, no, she she touched her with the mark and now, you know, now she's co- could be coming for Mercedes or whatever. Yeah, um, God, there actually is still so much talent in that women's division. Um, yeah. Speaking of, where the hell is um, EO? We haven't seen EO since she lost the belt. Oh, she yeah. might be taking some time off. She deserves some time off. And she's yeah. worked hard. She's after done having a lot a long, of a long successful reign and stuff. Yeah, it's time um, I heard word that she split that she split up with with her longtime guy. Evil um, in Japan, you know, who's in Japan. I've, I I guess I'm surprised they, they were able to keep their relationship going as long as they have, given that they're on different continents. Um, but, yeah, that was some of the word making rounds that, that she, she and Evil split up. So what um, you're saying is EO the simp, single. The simp boys were saying that EO's single, yeah. Pretty All much. right, guys, um, I'll be right back. Uh, I've, I've got um, uh, Brady's doing something. I'll be right back. Yeah. Welcome to the FOW show featuring <laughs> Thirsty yeah. Eddie. I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to call you. Thirsty Eddie. That's, uh, no, Eric. Sorry. Wrong name. My bad. Thirsty Eric. Joking. Thirst, Look, it's Thirsty Thursdays. I'm mm-hmm. not thirsty. I'm actually hungry. But um, No, I didn't know that. I literally have not seen anything about that. That's Yeah, I heard something wow. about that within the last few weeks that they did split up because yeah. they were joking that like the Simps were gonna be all crazy, like EO single, like yeah, like she's really interested in you, dude. Come on. I know, were, right? were you, were like, you really sad when you heard a move on her? Yeah. Yeah. Were, were you sad when you heard the artist formerly known as Billy Kay has been married for like seven years? Well, yeah, that broke my heart. But good so for her. Shot. Yeah. No, but it still broke my heart. Yeah. Uh, but it's cool. Um, she deserves to be happy. Yeah, and uh, what else? So, oh yeah, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna get a number one contenders match: O'Reilly, Pete Dunne, and Johnny Gargano uh, in a three way match. The winner will face Cross uh, at Takeover in your house. I like remember, to say in your house. Uh, 
Remember last week when I told you that me and Johnny were on the horn about some some bigger some bigger fish to fry? Yeah, well, we didn't believe you then. Yeah, we still don't believe yeah. you. Yeah. Here we are. Here we are. Is this what you couldn't discuss last week? Yep. Yep. We were we were talking and and I told Johnny, I said, Johnny, why are we still pining after this this secondary title? That you elevated, but but it's you've lost it now. So why not go for the big gold? And he was like, you know, it's a good idea. And you know, he's 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 talking about replacing Austin with me, and because you know I'm actually intelligent, but um, but yeah, that's but, that's what. But you don't got a, you don't got the physique like Austin though. That's okay, but I've got yeah. the brains. I've got the brains, and that's what he needs. I mean. Johnny's pretty smart, but me and Johnny together, we're an unstoppable force. Um, so yeah, well, I, don't, f- I don't, I don't necessarily get how someone who just lost a big match recently is still considered a top contender for another title. That's just me. It seems like you lose, you go down the rankings rather than being given another opportunity at a championship. Well, you know, Pete Pete Dunn's been kind of on a winning streak lately, so it makes sense to put him there. Well, we were going to go public. We were going to go public with the conspiracy that we have, um, um, with 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 Mister Regal and and the lighting crew and the ring crew. Um, There's a big conspiracy against the Garganos. Um, We were going to go public, but then Mister Regal decided that it would be okay um, that he would he would give Johnny his rightful title shot if we if we kept quiet. Um, so, so it's under wraps for now. Uh, so it's, until, it's like a, it's like hush money though. Essentially. Yes. Cause you were going to black cause you're blackmailing somebody, which is illegal. Well, 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 we're not blackmailing per se. We never said, Hey, if you don't give us this, we will give you this title match or, or, you know, we will, we'll, we'll expose you. He pretty much just said, Hey, I know you have evidence but if if I give you this title match, would you just keep quiet? So so you know Johnny being the saint that he is, um, agreed. For now, so they did that. Did they do that to Velveteen Dream for for a while to keep him further employed? You know, hey, you keep this under wraps, and we'll keep paying, giving you a paycheck for a while longer. I'm not touching that one with a twenty foot pole, my guy. <laughs> I'm not touching that one with a pole. I'm just gonna eat my to, ramen. Though. Oh, he tried to touch Jesus. it with a pole, though. So this mm-hmm. is uh, this is chili flavored ramen. Um, it's really good. I love how you try to change the subject. Um, Okada, Okada and um, El Desperado revealed that they indeed had COVID nineteen. Uh, Okada know, apparently is back though. Okada made an appearance on one of the roads yep. to wrestle Grand Slam Lim- shows. Said hey, he I was part of he's, New Japan. He wants the title. So, um, you know, so he's throwing his name in there. He said, hey, I was granted a title shot. Uh, I still want that. Yeah. They still, you know, yeah. Shingo said he wanted in. Mm-hmm. I assume I mean, he still... wants to get back in the title picture. Yeah, I, I still, still I'm still hearing uh, rumblings of a possible still... tournament. So Okay. Well, I know uh, that. Starting on the first is the Road to Dominion shows. Yeah, Dominion, Dominion, of course, on June 6th, I think. Yeah, it's June 6th. So I would assume 
I don't know if they would crown a new champion at, at Dominion or or start something big for the championship. Because Dominion's pretty much one of the you know one of the the big yearly shows. Um, yeah. They you would want something involving your top championship um, for Dominion. We'll probably more learn more on the road to Dominion shows what they plan to do. Um, you know regarding the championship status. Yep. It seems we'll, we'll that we have out. new contenders for the trios championship. The never open weight trios championship is Lij laid down yep. the challenge after uh, Naito pinned Yoshihashi in a in a tag team match. So I watched that match. Yeah, I watched Naito, that match. Sonata and Bushi would be challenging uh, Goto Ishii and Yoshihashi for the never open weight six man titles. I assume that may happen. At Dominion, rather than on one of the Road Two shows, but you never know. Sometimes they give kind of the uh, smaller title match on the Road Two shows. Yeah. So, then did you force Eric to watch New Japan while he was at your house? Yeah, it was. I had I had started the show that morning before he came over, and I didn't get to finish it. So I had the last two matches left. So while he was there, I just threw it on, and so he. You know, he kind of half watched as we visited. Um, about the last two matches of the show, there, yeah, they were good. I watched them while I was playing with with the the young danger. Yeah, um, it was fun. Um, let's see here. What else is happening in the world of professional wrestling? Impact. She's jacked. Uh, speaking of uh, Japan, of course, Kojima showed up and. Uh, an impact, and yeah. he challenged Joe Doran at a match at uh, against all odds. Yeah, I I assume that when they announced Kojima, that that meant that he would be wrestling. But literally, he he had entrance music, walked out, stood in Joe Doran's face, and just said "against all odds," and they nodded, and then he left, and they played his music again, and that was kind of all he did. Um, you know, they just announced it, you know, they, they talked him up, of course, as he came down to the ring and as he was leaving about his accolades and what he had done and, and all this. But, uh, yeah, I, I assume that they would have had him wrestle, but I guess they're, they're wanting folks to pay for it. Um, they made allusions to the fact that they've wrestled before. I know Doring's been with all Japan for a long time. And I know yeah. that Kojima had, you know, had spent his time in all Japan kind of in the, in the mid to late to you know 2000s in the aughts and um before returning back to new japan full-time uh in around 2012 2013 so i i don't know if that's when they had their bout or if it was at some other special show um but it's probably been a while since they've wrestled especially in a singles contest yeah um, this happened when uh, kojima was the uh, triple crown champion i believe okay so d- during challenge for the triple crown, then okay, yeah, okay. So it was quite some time ago then, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But that, I guess, the only downside then that means is that there won't be a tag team title defense at the big show against all odds because one of your tag team champions is in a is in a featured singles contest. Yeah, yeah. But a title that will be defended at against all odds will be the knockout champion. As the other prize will be defending against Rosemary. Yeah. Of course, against all odds will air 
from June the 12th, live on the Impact Plus application. $9.99, probably free for new subscribers. It's, yeah. Rosemary did pin Deanna Perrazzo in the 10-man tag match they had on, on this week's Ten episode. women. Ten women, there you go. Yes, yes, we got to use our proper pronouns. Yep. Uh, ten women tag match, yes. So, um, so I think that granted her, you know, her her official title match. I think Rosemary was already leaning towards wanting a title shot, but Deanna's pretty much cleared out the division. You know, mm-hmm. she's pretty much beaten all challenges. She's held the belt for for quite some time. Um, you know, she's getting to where the last few people in the division are starting to get their matches. Um, you know, and then she also looks forward to her big match at Triple Mania against against Lady, uh, you know, that's Lady Apache. Apache. Mm-hmm. Um, title versus the title, title, the title versus title match. Yeah, so which kind of points the finger at who's going to win that match? Yeah, but then yeah, probably so. That she's <laughs> not going to win, no. but you know, it but could happen. Lose, you know, you know I mean? if she loses, oh, then it's still maybe just for the Triple A championship, or yeah. you know, maybe Rosemary then would go. To AAA, we don't, you know. I don't think Rosemary's going back to going back to Mexico after the last trip. Well, the person responsible is not with AAA anymore. Although they're they are using that gimmick just with another person under the mask. Mm. So she could she could essentially get quote unquote revenge on Sexy Star, but it just wouldn't be Sexy Star. Mm. The one that the, okay. the sexy star that hurt her. They yeah. just they love repurposing masks and gimmicks. That's like a that. pretty big thing in Mexico. Yeah. yeah, they they you know they say that they you know when when you leave that they own the they own the gimmick, and so they're going to continue to try to make money on the gimmick. You know, um, remember the I mean, time hell, WWE, WWE did it sometimes too. You know, they essentially did it with Sin Cara. Remember the time you know? they tried to do it with Nash and Hall. Yeah, yeah. Fake I think that was intended people. as a joke, though. You know, yeah, I mean, they did was. call them kind of, you know, it was intended as a, as, a, as a smack at those guys because they were pissed that they left. So it's supposed to make those guys look goofy and, you know, make them look like 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 minor league players that they weren't really concerned about. Um, yeah. But, I mean, WWE did it with, with Sin Cara. You know, they yeah. had the two Sin Caras, the one guy who, who lost his mask and was no longer Sin Cara would eventually remain with the company and become Sin Cara again. Um, you know, I'm surprised they haven't thrown another person under the Sin Cara mask, you know, in the time that, that we have, that we, we haven't had a Sin Cara for so long. It doesn't matter if he has a bunch of tattoos or a different body shape or size or something. It's still a mask. Yeah. It's, that's all that matters. He was supposed to be a name. big fudging deal, too. Yeah, he was like oh, the, he was like the first was big signing from Mexico that they did. Yeah, because Mexico was fantastic. Yeah, he was he was a big big name in Mexico, and it was it you know before Luchon <coughs> Brown, before you know even you know Del Rio was kind of a you know hadn't come up yet. Um, Sin Cara, you know, Mystico became Sin Cara first, no. but he just had difficulties transitioning to kind of the sports entertainment style. He could wrestle really good matches against somebody who knew how to wrestle lucha style. Yeah. Like, right. of course, Cesaro, who worked a lot of lucha stuff with Chikara and that kind of thing. But when it came time to wrestle against the other guys, the matches didn't kind of have that same gel. He and fell feel. flat. Yeah. Yeah. He, he kind of fell flat. But then he went back to Mexico and became an even bigger star once after his time in, uh, 
in WWE and, you know, adopted yeah. a couple names before settling on Carisico. We, yeah, we became Mr. Ziz. Cause he could yeah, Mr. Ziz. And then the Mystico and then, yeah. Yeah, because they, uh, they gave somebody else the Mystico gimmick, yeah. Yeah. And, of course, uh, speaking of the former Sikara, Carisico, we seen him, he came to Atlanta a few years back. Yes. And it was announced he had his today. mask ripped off, be, yeah. He will be returning to Atlanta, Norcross to be specific, for Mucha Lucha Atlanta, MLA 22 on July the 11th. And he will face none other than El Idolo Andrade. It is huge, as we had been waiting for the announcement on, you know, Andrade had been announced by MLA. We were waiting to see who, who would be his opponent. And, uh... He got a banger of an opponent. And that's, I think at this point, you know, with, with Andrade, with his popularity, he can kind of call his opponents and his shots. Yeah. As if you yeah. look at the first, you know, the four opponents he has currently announced, you know, for his, for his indie run right now, you know, he will have Kenny Omega at Triple Mania. Mm. He will have um, Alberto Elijo del El Santo in California. And Elijo de Santo. And now Caristico. Yeah. So he's literally. Only wanting to face the best of the best as far as, yeah. you know, Top guys. people go. Yeah. I'd only be interested in two of those matches. He's not going to face your little local champion, you know, even if you pay nope. him the entrance fee. He wants a big money match oh. against a top-level opponent that's, that's you know, that's going to satisfy him and, you know, give him something that he wants. Yeah. Which is probably more of a return to the Lucha style, I would assume, since, he, since he'd be wrestling more of an American style for so long. Yeah, I wouldn't surprise back to some lucha roots. I was supposed to see him do a more hybrid style now. You know, yeah, do I the can lucha see that. Stuff yeah. and then also yeah, do yeah, the yeah. American stuff to a piece. Yeah, because he's gonna have a lot of American fans that are gonna expect yeah. certain spots and moves from him. Yeah. Um. So he's gonna want to do that just to, you know, to cater to those kind of fans. But the lucha fans w- want to see you know the old La Sombra back, and so I think yeah. that that he will kind of incorporate both. Yeah, I think you're right on that. Yeah, I, th- I think he, he'll do well. Uh, but yeah, all four matches now, with Kurstuka being one of the four in his June and July tour uh, to open up. Yeah, fantastic. Can't wait. Uh, now, Eric, has this convinced you? Are, are you going to do whatever you can except sell your uh, body parts uh, to be in Norcross, Georgia on July the 11th? I mean, if I'm off that day, I'll be there. If I'm not, I won't be. You might have to make sure that you're off and buy tickets in advance because I don't know if there's going to be a whole lot of tickets at the door now that they've announced this big match. Yeah, I mean, that, this this place is, I mean, it's not a huge arena. It's a huge discotheque that can fill a lot of people. But, yeah, uh, there's usually a handful of tickets at the door. But it, it, with the anticipation of Andrade and now Caristico as his opponent, um I can I mean, imagine both names in their own right. So yeah, I, I can imagine way, the first three or draw, four. Big draw. Yeah, I can imagine the first three or four uh, rows will sell out the same day. Um, I, I've started hearing uh, people asking if this will be streamed anywhere. Not sure yet, but uh, it's, I mean, it's if a you're going to stream the match. show, I would I would think this one is it. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a big big match. Uh, also. Uh, in, in other news, uh, Ring of Honor announced uh, the survival of the fittest tournament bracket for this yes. year. 
Uh, it's going to be uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, twelve men uh, on one side of the bracket. Horus versus Flamita, Ison versus Draper, versus Draper. I don't know, but and Bandido versus Jack Bateman. Uh, John on the other side, Johnson versus Sled, Dickinson versus Edwards, and uh, Danhausen versus Titus. Um, an interesting survival. The fittest has always been, you know, it's it's a series of it's twelve match, you know, twelve people. They have singles matches. They go to a six way match. There's elimination style. Uh, it's typically been a match that's meant to elevate somebody to the upper echelon, um, you know, of, of Ring of Honor, which is why. You don't hear some of the bigger names in this tournament, as this is supposed to be the tournament to spotlight the up and comers, the the mid card guys, so that that you know that they can then see if they can it can hang in the in the top class. So that my first look at, it, I was like, oh, they didn't, they're not even really any big names. And then I kind of put it together in my head, like, oh, this is a tournament designed to spotlight those who aren't the big names of the company just yet. Yeah, from guys who have won this in the past, guys like Damian Priest, Bobby Fish, Adam Cole. Just to name a few, so Chris you win. Hero won it one yeah. year. So you you win this match. That that means hey, that could mean a lot, a lot for sure. And of course, the winner earns a title shot for the ROH World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, the current champion, can, of course, being Rush. Um. So yeah, not a bad thing. So yeah, good to see Zarrell the fittest back. Can't wait. Uh, it's also ROH is preparing to have fans back uh, in their building starting in July. Um, uh, I think MLW just announced Philadelphia, uh, that Pennsylvania or Philadelphia yeah, more just the twenty three hundred show. Yeah, uh, it, it's opening up a hundred percent, so they have released okay. more tickets for the twenty three hundred, uh, you know, arena show, uh, which will be I think July the tenth. Uh, where they're taping their big return for the new season. Okay, well that's good. That's good news for them because uh, that, I mean the twenty three hundred arena usually sells pretty well. I think there's a lot of people in the area who who go to wrestling anyways, regardless of what company comes there, regardless of whether it's GCW yeah. or House of Hardcore or whomever. They usually sell well in that venue. I think you know Philly's always kind of been a big, a big wrestling town, so it it should sell well for them. They probably should be able to get a sellout. I would think. Yeah, MLW also announcing this week on the second week of their uh, superstar draft, uh, a few new names continue to return, uh, but at the new signing for this week announced is, <coughs> excuse me, uh, up and coming star. Um, Alex Kane, of course, he is a student from uh, AR Fox's uh, WWA4 school, but not your typical uh, Fox uh, student. He's more of a powerhouse, uh, you yeah. know, suplex he, well, kind he of calls guy. himself the suplex assassin. He is very, very muscular. Um, I really like Alex Kane. I saw him for the first time I saw him was maybe a little over a year ago. And I kind of, you know, I, I, I kind of dug him then, and I heard he's really only gotten better since then. Um, you know, he's he's worked in action. He's worked in, um, you know, he's starting to get more and more bookings at higher profile places. And MLW also took notice. Um, so good for him. Good on the opportunity. 
Absolutely. I don't really know these guys. It's only one person. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I said these guys, but I don't really know him, sadly. You can check him well, out. He's sorry. Been, he's been he's been at shows in Georgia, you know. Yeah. As he's from as he's a Georgia guy, Georgia trainee. Yeah. The YouTube is your friend. Or at least uh, sometimes willing companion. Yes. All right. AEW, of course, uh, it's not airing until tomorrow, uh, but we know one thing. This Sunday night at Daly's Palace Place, I don't know what you want to call it, Palace Place, um, it's, we're going to get Double or Nothing, Part 3. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, the third annual Double or Nothing uh, will be taking place this Sunday live on pay-per-view or fight. Or whatever yeah. they can get somebody yeah. to pay 50 or 60 bucks. And here yeah. are the matches. First, in your pre show match for the NWA World Women's Championship, Serena Dini will defend against Rio. Not sure I what think the Rio did replay, to retains. earn an NWA Women's Championship opportunity. I don't know how she is in the NWA rankings, um, but apparently, you know, her AEW accolades of the past have earned her a shot, while NWA has been having a long-standing rivalry to determine a number one contender. AEW just plucks them out of their roster. Um, Thunder Rosa and Camille must be a little upset that they didn't, that they didn't take the easy route. Um, yeah, I'm pretty <clears throat> sure Serena will 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 retain. You know, as leading up to the NWA pay-per-view, they're still undecided. They did not crown a number one contender. The match between Thunder Rosa and Camille went to a time limit draw. So if there's, as of now, there is no number one contender. Um, I don't know if they'll make it to a three-way or what. That remains to be seen. Um, but yeah, I definitely don't. I definitely think Dee retains. Yeah. Um, like you said, Danger. I don't know what Rio did to get her a title shot, but. Good for her, I guess. Um, too bad it doesn't. It won't do anything because Dave is gonna definitely take the dub here, and yeah, uh, I guess we'll either go to Rosa or Camille later on. Well, if you guys remember uh, earlier this year, the eliminator, the you know eliminator tournament thing that they had the U.S. against Japan thing. Oh yeah, Rio defeated Serena in the first oh. round. So maybe this is his champ not coming back from injury, saying, "Hey, I want to get my that loss." Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe they explain it as such, but then they still put it on the pre-show and make it feel like it's not that important. Um, so yeah. you know, we'll we'll see what they do with it. But yeah, I mean, it'll be a fun match. Rio's good, you know. Deeb is good. She's looked good as champion. Um. You know, Rio's looked good, of course, and in, in, in all of her AEW showings. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we're going with the champ. Uh, next up, in no particular order, um, the Young Bucks defend the AEW World Tag Team titles against John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. 
please give the belts to Moxley and Kingston. Please. I think there's right, I there's, think the gonna, there's gonna, gonna yeah there's gonna be shenanigans, as we've seen with the Bucks since they you know kind of turned more heel again. A lot of shenanigans. I assume maybe other people will be involved. Um, you know, but I yeah I think the Bucks retain. Yeah, I guess. Um, I definitely wish that they would give it to Kingston and uh, Moxley, but unfortunately. The company revolves around the elite. So, well, they do hold like executive level positions in the company too. So, you know, yeah, yeah. EVPs for a lot. Put yourself over, brother. Yeah, What's which the point is of having your own company if you're not going to make yourself the main event. Which is exactly what I said was going to happen the second that this thing got announced. I said it was a vanity project, and I have been proven to be right. Hey now, come on now. Wait a second, what the hell? She heard the word vanity passed. and yeah, yeah, that's what drew her in. Yeah, she thought we were talking about her. Yeah. I, you mean this whole podcast isn't about me? Well, I'm out of here. Well, we, we usually say that from the beginning. They should beat through it out the entire thing, just like the Young Bucks. I mean, they're the best champions, tag team champions in the world. Well, they started off as drugs and made their own company. The Young Bucks were and still are one of the most exciting and dynamic tag teams in the world. Eddie Kingston, love him. Love him, love him, love him. John Moxley, I'll have one of his babies. We were naked, like, turn off being pregnant. Baby, but Jesus. Tag team. They are two individual competitors who are together for whatever reason. Drink beer. I don't know what they're doing. But it's cool, but they're not a real champion. Of course they can't be champions. That just doesn't happen. This ain't the WWE. Tamina Natalia. It's not going to happen. Of course, Mika uh, probably uh, calling in from outer space. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she just drifted away. Undisclosed. She's in between Mars and Pluto. One of them is planet, one of them is not. Um, Why didn't you take me with you? There's only so much Elon Musk can do for you poor people. So sorry. Look, I would have I would have took an injection around Mars, man. Just throw me out. Let me let me just sift away into the world. I thought you said injection around your anus or something. I'm like, listen, no. No. Would have been a better joke though. Um better jokes. Speaking of jokes. Sting and Darby Allen uh, will be teaming up against Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. So I guess we're probably going to see this uh, feud that we were asking for last week. Maybe they do. Somebody does listen to this podcast of consequence. No offense to everybody else listening in the podcast. You are of consequence. I'm guessing we'll get the cinematic treatment with this match as well, since we did for the previous uh sting and darby allen tag match on pay-per-view the one with uh with cage and hobbs so i assume we get that um again um so it'll probably be kind of fun sting won't really have to do a whole lot but it'll look like a million bucks uh darby will probably fall off something very high um you know ethan page will probably try to kill him like they did in their 
in their um their previous encounters in Evolve. Um, so it should be fun. Uh, I would assume that Stinger's not going to lose. Darby, now that he's no longer TNT champion, could potentially take the pinfall loss in the match. Um, but I don't. I still don't think they're going to have the team with Stinger on it lose just yet. Um. I've actually saw a rumor that said Sting was training for in ring return, so I don't know. Maybe like a legit, like a legit ring return, huh? Yeah. yeah. So maybe, um, if he's definitely working in the ring, there's no way in hell they're losing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think regardless, I'm going Sting Darby. Get to watch Darby fall off some things, I guess, and Sting do a splash and a death drop and maybe a uh, a death lock, and we'll call it a day. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I think Sting and Darby win this one. Um, the Pinnacle versus the Inner Circle in a stadium stampede match. If the Inner Circle loses... They shall disband forever. So probably for the next three or four months until they get back together for something. Yeah, at, at most. Yeah, three or four months at most. Um, so I think the inner circle will be the um, the cinematic match. So maybe Darby and Sting aren't aren't doing cinematic this time. If if they're already doing a stadium stampede. Um, I think the inner circle wins, stays together for the time being. Um, you know, now that now that they're kind of fan friendly, fan favorites, um, kind of. I mean, they're still kind of a heel faction, but uh, they're definitely the the heel faction that's a, that has slightly more popular, you know, popular than than the pinnacle at least. Um, yeah, I, I think inner circle. Stays together. Yeah, I'm going in a circle. It's uh, if I don't think about the pinnacle people. What is wrong with y'all? How can you all be so deathly wrong? Um, because Maxwell's trash, and all of his friends are trash. Oh, 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 sir, sir, you're wrong on oh so many levels. First of all, I circle back to the Sting match. I have heard too from my sources there, and um. Jacksonville, that Sting will be in the ring. That they're perhaps moving away. The ring. Is that the new pay per view? Sting in the ring with his son, um, Darby Allen. Um, so, Stadium Stampede probably will be more cinematic. And the Pinnacle, because you have got muscle, brains, brawn, handsomeness ring generalness at a young age in MJF. That's all MJF right there. So, yes. So Pinnacle is going to pull through and it is time to disband Chris Jericho and his monkeys um, from pushing a little bit of the bubbly to the masses. No, we're not talking about the spot monkeys. The Bucks match was the match before we were talking about. I'm just saying, Chris Jericho started making like Champagne and COVID started. So it's time to put the world back on its axis and break up this faction 
goodbye inner circle. Um, I mean, Jericho doesn't believe in COVID anyway, so. Thanks, imaginary friend of Jericho, for giving the world Panda Express. This is where we at. I want Panda Express. That sounds really good. Yeah, well, Panda Express is very yummy. Um, but, okay, Myro versus Lance Archer for the TNT Championship, which, by the way, Cody Rhodes said is not getting renamed the TBS title, unfortunately. What a shame. But it's not being defended on, T- on TNT. It's actually being defended on the pay-per-view. Last pay-per-view when Darby was still champion – uh, since he was in the match with Sting, they just had the number one contenders match, and then he defended it on Wednesdays on TNT. Little weird that it's reverse; that it's not being defended weekly on TNT. But I guess that be- that's you know heel champion. You gotta you gotta earn your match with him, etc. Um, I want Archer to win because I really like Archer. I like him, you know, but I think. It's just a way to show it's more to build up Miro as an unstoppable champion. You know, if he can put down Archer, like, then who can stop him? You know, Archer's the murder hawk. He's a madman. He's, you know, he's huge. He's a destroyer. So if he can't, if even he can't beat Miro, who can? Um, I think that becomes the story. Uh, so I, def- I pick Miro to, to win it. As much as I would like to see everybody die, um, I think I have to pick Miro. Yeah, I'm with me. You as Miro. Double um, time limit, no contest. I think these boys are going to get in here, and they're big, strong boys, and nobody going to look weak or anything in this match, and they fight until the time limit, and we have to run this one back at another time. Speaking of predictions, where was I? All right. This one was a little bit of... I did say Myro, uh, just in case I did. Um, Adam Page versus Brian Cage. I was a little bit on the fence on this one because they're so high on Page, but, I mean, when you're wrestling a machine like Cage, how can you bet against them? Unless you're just Stinger. Then you can bet against them. So yeah, I'm going with Cage. I go with Page because they are so high on him, and you know he he had had a winning streak for most of the year. He just recently lost. I think he needs the big win here to get back on track. <clears throat> I'm going with Adam Page because why not? Because it's a vanity project for the elite. Wow. Adam Page is a super competitor. I go with Page just based on the fact that he can drink afterwards over Cage's destroyed circle. Because he's a machine, get it? You know? Destroy- okay. Um. Okay. Sorry, I took a sip of water. I need to take a sip of water before all I'm about to say right now. Excuse me for a second. This is going to take some time. 
In a Casino Battle Royale for a future AEW World Championship match, Christian Cage versus Matt Sedal or Seidel versus Powerhouse Hobbs versus Pentel Cero Miedo versus Jungle Boy versus Matt Hardy versus Mark Quinn versus Isaiah Cassidy versus The Blade versus Evil Uno versus Colt Cabana versus Preston Vance or I'm sorry, versus Tan. Versus Griff Garrison versus Brian Pillman Jr. versus Max Castor versus Anthony Bowens versus QT Marshall versus Nick Comoroto versus Dustin Rhodes versus Lee Johnson versus TBA. TBA wins it. You do realize the last time we voted for TVA, he he lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, that was a different TBA. This TBA is the TBA to watch, okay? You know, I would pick TBA if it didn't have uh, a match involving Christian Cage in it. So I, I'm going to go with Christian. Christian's a solid pick. I mean, TBA, we know, is going to be some heck of an athlete. Some huge surprise. It better not be BS, if you know what I mean. So, there's Christian no Cage. BS. <laughs> better not be for the win. Um, yeah, I am going with. Wait, who's the champion right now? Kenny. Um, does he want to wrestle him that soon? Uh, look, I'm going to go with Penta. Yeah. Uh, Cody Rhodes versus Anthony Ogogo. Um, Is this match going to take place in front of a focus group like his promo apparently did? Is it a flag match or something? Because that's what they're leading it to be. I'm sorry. Listen, first of all, this the, the likeliness that this focus group was probably taken out of a list of uh Wrestling Observer subscribers, I I don't I do not I do not believe in this focus group. I need because yeah no I don't trust this focus group. Um, but yeah, uh, Rhodes for the win. I know Gogo injured, so yeah, uh, I'm I'm gonna Rhodes go with the boxer. Rhodes is gonna do it for America, bro. He's gonna he's gonna take yeah. the punch. He's gonna no sell it. Hulk up and win for America. The American dream, baby. Yeah. No, the boxer's going to win. I don't even know his name, but the boxer's going to win. I, I just said it like three times. Oh, go, go. He yeah, thought you were boxer. like doing a powder puff girl impression, talking about Mojo Jojo, because that's what his name sounds like. Listen, I was listen, like, listen. I'm hell? still going with the boxer. We're, we're, we're saving the power, the powerful the powerful girls up for the CW, okay? Coming this fall. Which <laughs> Yeah, the Anthony Go Go Gadget Arms or whatever his name oh, is. Oh, Go Go! Look, go, we've been go, telling go. you it's Jay Uso for nine months, and you still haven't figured it out yet. So yeah, we're, we're gonna go with the boxer. Yeah, I yeah. do know that the Uso's name starts with the letter J. I, we've already established this. I know this. Done. <laughs> like I said, you know. Uh, the Usos now that they're back, I think once they once they fully all make up, 
they'll be the new J and J security. After they battle for the letter J. Long term storytelling right there. Look, I'm already giving out so many storylines to to uh you know to SmackDown, but whatever. And that's the reason they're still the best wrestling on television because they're not using them. Man, what else? Uh Mika Villas, you were speaking about Ogogo. Gogo Gadget is going to lose. He's going to visit in a wrestling ring, sitting back to, um, I, I don't know where a street corner he came from or whatever gym, dojo, I just didn't thought. He's got nice suits. Send him to Men's Warehouse. He can work there. I forgot this was a vanity project, so I'm changing my, my vote to um, the focus group and Cody Rhodes and the best promo that Brandy Rhodes has ever seen in her entire career. Um, <laughs> he was born in low stuff. Suffolk, England. Listen, yeah. you you guys, you leave Cody alone. We leave Brandy alone. She's pregnant. She's crazy. Let her go. Okay? Thanks. Okay. Next up, for the AEW Women's World Championship, she that will re- retain, I mean, will retain, well, she will retain, but she will defend and retain the title against Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. A lot of people are predicting that Britt's going to win it because she has held the belt for just over a year now. Um, you know, the the wear and tear of the champion's schedule, etc., and also the fact that, you know, that Britt's, you know, over as a heel. And, um, you know, she's been, been trudging along and doing so good for so long. And, taking bloody beatings and, and still there for the company. So they're kind of going to get reward her by, by giving her the championship. Um, but I, I, I still believe in Sheeta and I think that, that she retains here, you know, against, you know, essentially what's, what's her biggest challenger right now. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's cute and all, but, um, yeah, it's it, the doctor will will be the champ now. The doctor is in, okay? Yeah. D M D. She pulls teeth, and now she's gonna pull the belt away from Sheeta. Is that what you're saying? She does. She been in the waiting room, waiting for a while, but but the doctor's in now, so so um, it's time to get her belt. Reba and Rebel will. Emerge into one person as they already are. Reba Rebel? Yeah, Reba, not Rebel, will assist the doctor in this match. DMD for the WIN. Yes, the the Mm. most. I almost thought you were going to say the WWE. Of Reba swinging (laughs) that crutch was absolutely devastating. (laughs) Listen. Hashtag new. And sometimes they assist incorrectly. You, you know, don't worry about it. The doctor will will do what the doctor does: extract things that should not belong to people or shouldn't be in a person's possession. Bad tooth gets yanked out. Bad champion. Doctor's got it. She's gonna yank that belt. Bad, bad champion. Listen. Wait, wait. Is is Britt Baker facing Kenny Omega then? <laughs> she later down the line, she will challenge for whatever title he has because that's oh. what the doctor does. Well, you you said bad champion, and I just you know. Speaking she of not, champions, she's not bad. Just you know, she's not interesting. 
Kenny Omega will be defending the WWF Championship, according to Jim Ross, versus Orange Cassidy and Pac. Of course, this match... Going back in time for a WWF Championship. Oh, that's what JR said. I'm just saying his words. Well, JR's contract's about to come up, and uh, not sure if it's going to get renewed. But um, <laughs> I don't think that. Um, Is that why WWE's firing people make room for JR under the salary cap? Okay. There you go. Yeah. Um, you know, JR also did say AWE on air one time. So yes, uh, thank you, JR, little, for the plug. Senile, a little flippy in his old age, so they might might be time to put put the uh, the old bull out the pasture. But um. Take him to Grandpa's farm. Yeah. With a shotgun and put him down. Yeah. Um, the, 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 no, the novelty has definitely worn off. Yeah. Kenny for the win. As over as Orange Cassidy is, mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to put the belt on him right now. Um, in a three-way, seems a little weird, you know, for, for Orange Cassidy to get his big win. I think if he does finally topple a champion, be it Kenny or whomever, I think it'll be a little bit bigger build to, you know, kind of a the underdog kind of kind of way of, of him overcoming the odds and adversity. Um, so I don't really see Orange winning it. I, You know, as good as Pac is, I still don't see him as being the face of the company. Um, you know, and, and then, of course, you know, Kenny has his whole entourage and, and people for shenanigans and, you know, his... You know, he likes to kind of cheat these days and stuff, so I, I see him retaining. Like I said, it's a vanity project, so the elite's going to win. Oh. Kenny Omega is the best wrestler in the world. That's after a all, motherfucking lie. After all the companies who've let him be their champion, why else would they do it? Why else would he hold all these titles? He's yeah, well, the best. Yeah, well, when did he's Kenny Forbilt? Come on. Right. Call me he, when he looks like Ultimo Dragon in the mid 90s. He's he's trying. He is tr- as a matter of fact, Omega I, might look, insert himself into the tag team match uh, just because he can cuz he's that good. Know. When he's they, when they create the Trios champion, the he and the and the Bucks are going to become the tri- the Trios champions. Then of course get they the are trio- because it's a vanity project. Then then they'll get the Trios championship from uh New Japan, so that's six belts. No, they're not uh, working with New Japan, so they're just gonna invade. Then, yeah. then, then they'll they, he'll probably win the X Division champion because Chip, because you know they're gonna do their that they eventually have to do their champion versus champion gimmick thing, and then, then he's probably gonna win that newly inaugurated Rampage Championship. Um, no, and look, he wants to make a championship for the YouTube page. Um, I've never seen such an overhyped wrestler not be as good as what they're pushing Kenny Omega to be because he's not that great. I don't get it. Never have. Never will. Um, he's overhyped. Wash your mouth with soap and twice on Sunday. That that. But I definitely don't see him as the best in the world. And there's no comparison. Like not even close to being the best in the world. Okay. I will He's not agree. even top five on their roster. I will agree that this year and the past year, he has not been the best wrestler. He's the number one. But he's still got to be top five, top ten at worst. 
Yeah, yeah. I hate on the cleaner. All right. So that's our tradition um, for this Sunday. Um, I don't know. I don't know what you guys are doing on Sunday. If I'm free, maybe we can do a watch party. If I'm not free, you guys can do a watch party. We'll see. I'm going on a date. A date? Look at you. Um... But yeah, it should be a fun show live on pay per view and Fight TV and wherever you, they charge you money for. So then take it. Now, what you say? I said, make sure to take your lucky condom, but make sure you boil it in hot water first before you use it again. Ew. Okay. What? So now, um. We are going to watch the last of the MLW matches that we've been watching. Um, uh, and I, I said promise. We've been watching MLW matches. Yeah, as I said promise, it's going to be the Venerics in tag team action. Uh, so if you go to the Twitter machine, at FOW is the tweet Twitter handle. Uh, you will see the link to the show. Uh, this is uh, MLW Fusion number 97. Uh, and so we are going to start at the 34 minute and oh. 35 second mark. So 34 minutes, 35. So if you don't have Twitter for some reason, uh, that's okay. Go to YouTube. Then you want to search for uh, what you would call it. Uh, uh, you you want to search for the MLW wrestling, uh, and then go to the playlist. So I believe this is on the playlist, uh, and you'll see, or just search ML Fusion number uh, ninety-seven. Um, and then you'll go all the way to minute 34, second 35. But if you have Twitter, like most normal people, at FOW Radio, you'll see the link. Um, so, yeah. MLW Fusion 97, 34 minutes, 35 seconds. If you're listening on demand, it's Sunday or Monday. Happy Memorial Day. Uh and uh, make sure that you uh, pause the show now. And then go ahead and um, put up the 34-minute and 35-second gimmick uh, thing. Uh, so we're going to start now. You've unpaused us. Uh, you're still in your uh, food coma and ready to watch uh, MLW uh, Wrestling Again, 34 minutes, 35 second mark in three, two, one, play. Where'd the kitty cat go? There's no cats in MLW, but here is a, a peacock commercial. Of course, you can find peacock and all yep. applications. There we go. Commercial's gone. Yeah, the Dynasty. Oh, sweet Jesus. And Richard Holiday. This is the best watch along ever. I'm going to the bathroom. This guy makes me puke. You don't like Holiday? 
You know, like Hammerstone? You leave Maxwell Jacob Freeman alone, okay? Is he going to sing right. You Are My Sunshine if I don't? Yeah. We're starting again. All right. It is the Von Erics. Nella Ross and Marshall Von Eric. No relation to Lacey. Thank, praise the Lord. They are related. A, Lacey's not a real Von Eric. Lacey yes. is a real Von Eric. She just well, unfortunately. Uh, of course, the the sons of the last remaining. Oh, MJF and Holiday coming and attack. Uh, the uh, Von Erics make me think maybe these ladies were a distraction. Yeah. Or maybe not. They seem shocked. Oh, the choking. You know, that got, that got, that got uh, Daniel Bryan fired, son. What the heck? Yeah, I mean, different pla different place, though. Right. <laughs> not paddling him with the flowers. Nice. I mean, bad. Do, do Von Erics use the, the legendary... Von Eric yes. family claw as their mm -hmm. maneuver, and or the tornado I... punch. It's uh, the claw. This this of course happened back in January of uh, 2020. Uh, for my correctly. Um, oh, he's still on the screen. Damn, I thought I left long enough. Listen yeah, here. He's in the, match, he's in the whole match, man. He's in the whole match. Of course, like like most of them, uh, Ross and Marshall. I'm not sure which one is which. One. I think uh, Ross is the one inside the ring. Uh, it's trunks and tights. It's okay, like true Von Eric, you can't tell them apart until they get a Both haircut. Uh, of Never Eric. mind. Never mind. Uh, the, the the referee is deciding. This I think it's a first MLW match where Frankie is not the referee. Yeah, first one we watched without Frankie as a ref, yeah. Um, referee's trying to, you know, I mean, he's not trying very hard, but he's he's politely asking them to make it a regular yeah. tag team match, one in, one out, but they don't seem to be listening. This is, this is of course, a pre-pinnacle, pre-tan, pre-AEW-ish uh I would say pre-talent, but he still doesn't have any. Hey, hey, hold on. This is baby MJF in his infancy, but still you see the greatness there, okay? His, his body of work has matured and tightened up. Oh, I mean, wait. Let me just watch the match. Okay. In a year? Yep. Hmm. Yeah, he has reached the pinnacle of his career. No, yeah. Exactly. And it's but okay. Still, it doesn't matter because he still... he's better than you and you know it. But that's the closest he'll ever came to a penis. It's okay. Oh, wait, what? What? Huh? <laughs> English is not my first language. Apparently. I don't know what that means in your language, but okay then. <laughs> he looks very white in this call. In, in, in this match. Yeah, Does TNT may okay. add some color to him? He's one of God's chosen people. They just didn't choose to be in the sun, okay? But they wandered oh. the desert for 40 years. How are they not in the sun? Because now they don't want to go outside anymore, okay? They're all rich and in their houses before the pandemic. I guess. I'm telling you what it is. Why do you think he's that white? Nobody gets that white if you go outside for 3.2 seconds. 
This is taped in Florida. You have no choice but to go outside. Clearly, he's never been outside. Look, I barely go outside, and I'm more tan than he is. Exactly. Again, leave him alone. He was trying to color balance for the cameras. He's doing a good job. He's doing, you're doing good, child. You're doing good. Just keep it up. But not good. Good. Call call him Boobaloo. He's used to hearing that. Oi. All right, so, Danny, I'm not only just giving you two guys, but I'm adding Holiday here as three guys who you probably haven't seen. Yeah, that's true. I don't really think I've ever watched a full MJF match, so... You're not missing anything. This one. Yeah, no, I knew I wasn't. That's why I didn't even go to watch a full Wow! Match. The disrespect. Oof. I know, wrestling Twitter would be furious at me. It's okay. I'm furious. Wrestling Twitter picks and chooses what to be furious at, but it turns its nose at things it shouldn't. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's cancel culture in general. They they nitpick the, the stupid shit and leave the big issues alone. Everybody wanted Dream fired, but somehow Matt Riddle's still in a big program. Oh. Uh, of course, uh, um, MJF and Holiday being members of. Uh, the at this at this time members of the dynasty along with Alexander Hammerstone uh, now it's just Hammerstone and, and Holiday since okay. MJF is gone. Greener pastures. I think Arya was in it and so was Gino. Wow. Gino. Yeah, G- Gino oh, wow. uh, Medina. The guy who wrestled in the tag match yeah. against Elijo yeah, Del Santo? I know him once you gave him yeah. the last name. I just didn't know what okay. you were referring to. Why did they do the uh, Tommy roll after the, the little strut? Because they got a Tommy. Uh, Mika Villas, while we're watching this match, a quick reaction to the announcement of Andrade El Idolo versus Caristico at MLA in July. Andrade is going to be on a tour of sorts now that he's left the WWE. And this might be, no pun intended, the pinnacle of that tour. That is going to be fantastic a match. Um, <laughs> sir, it's all about the wordplay. Don't make me plug gimmicks while we're here. Um, but if you are anywhere in the vicinity of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness... And you can get there live. You definitely want to do it. If not, good luck because you're going to miss out on something that is going to be an instantaneous classic. Uh, speaking of classics, MJF wrestler. Look at that. Perfectly classically crisp. Look at this. Look at this. Stepping on a man's hands. He can't get to his partner. Smart. Very, very smart. And he loves to trash talk the crowd more than he does actually wrestle. Yeah. Why the crowd deserves it. I mean, is this... Uh, because the Venerics don't oh, wear clothes. Yeah, 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 Texas Tornado didn't wear shoes. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, Texas Tornado did wear shoes. He had to. Because he had he lost that foot by then. But beforehand, the, the, the Vonerys did not wear shoes. Calm down, MJF. You're going to give yourself a heart attack. It's the only no, thing he's, he's good at is screaming. Hey. Because it's sure not uh, wrestling. Hey. Nothing wrong with just being able to scream and not wrestle. Thank you. 
Yeah, I guess uh, Daphne made a career. I'm just kidding. I love Daphne. Woo! You uh, take that. Yours, yeah, yeah. She's gonna take a flight down here. Come, go to your house, slap you, and then leave. Just for that comment. Oh, who is Daphne or Mika? Mika, Mika. both of us. By screaming in your face. Both of us. Because my good close personal longtime friend Daphne and I, we don't play that. We'll blow out your eardrums. The dynasty in full control. What do you think of Holiday? We haven't even seen that other Von Eric, the barefoot Von Eric, get in the ring. <laughs> Von Eric. You sound like JR right now. The barefoot Von Eric. Yeah. Well, Patrick didn't help me differentiate. He couldn't tell me which one was which, so I, I don't know. I, I told you, Ro- Ross is the. I told you, Ross is the one wearing the pants, and Marshall the is the one. In the ring, but at the time, I no. didn't know which one was in the ring. At the time, weren't they all brawling on the outside? Yeah. No, they had thrown Marshall inside the ring, and they were beating so up Marshall on Ross. The one in the trunks and no shoes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And Ross is the one inside the ring, ass trying ass. to figure out where he's at. Where's okay, the rest of he Ross's his friends? Uh-uh. All right. The, the hot um, tag. He's the wild boom. one. Let's go. Punches. Von Eric punches, baby. Out of the ring. Get that trash out of the ring. Hey! Let's try this one more time. Woohoo! Close my destination pain. Oh, I went in the cannonball? Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, buddy! Woohoo! It's like he rocked himself with that cannonball. I know, right? (laughs) He almost did, yeah. Usually it's like heavy set people doing a cannonball. Oh, I can flip too. Call me. His his aesthetic looks weird. I don't like it. Ooh. They're and small. Oh! Uh, compared to their, their famous family, they look little. No, I mean like I don't like his black trunks with his knee sleeve and his his the his karate foot, foot taped, and then one the second, one. Yeah. yeah, and then just a regular knee pad on the other. Like his aesthetic he is, is off. Because he's not oh, fancy. Man. He's just yeah. He's lost his ever loving mind. Where I he mean, shit to the ring. No, I mean no offense, but I mean if you saw the dark side of the ring about the Bonaries, I mean they're like they lost them, lost their minds. I mean, yeah, it's, it's they, don't, they don't really have a, a very. Mm. Good future outlook. Ooh, yeah. Family history. Why is there mm-hmm. a bouquet of flowers sitting there? Did you not remember when the chicks gave the Bonaire's flowers? To the guys. Remember when I said I had to go to the bathroom because I wasn't gonna watch this guy? Yeah. So the girls. Oh, here you go. Never mind. Yeah. There's somebody in the AEW shirt on the front row. Yeah, I see that. The guy in the green hat. Yeah. He's watching MJF, knowing that he's going to be a future AEW superstar. Yeah. He's the Battle Bowl winner. There you go. That's Tony Khan's scout, okay? Yeah. Mm. He's trying for vertical yeah. suplex yeah. on the top, but he doesn't have his legs positioned right, so you know it's not going to happen for him. If he only had a sleeve on the other knee, maybe he could actually do it. Or a wrap on the other foot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the Von Eric. All the the reversal. Oh, what the hell was that? That was nice. Lifted him out and then twisted to make the suplex. And oh, uh, and then realizing I, I'm oh, too that far away. Trash. I need to get close. One, two. Oh, <laughs> Ross for the save. 
flying trash bag. Hey, that that, that referee was a little too big to for he had Ross had to move extra to get to break Over him up. Ref too, yeah, yeah. Ref was positioned funny for that spot. Oh, is that is that Hammerstone? I can't I tell. Know. It's dark. Oh yeah, that's Hammerstone. Oh, but he gets knocked out. By who is I can't even tell who that is either. And there's somebody else coming to knock this guy out. Everybody's fighting. It's just the whole locker room's empty and it's pandemonium. By God, by God, by God. That that was uh Marsh Marshall like Marsh M- Manser. Manser. Good old Manser. Yeah, Manser. I, I knew that name. Um, yeah, man's Warner. Uh, is it claw uh, time? Yeah. He doesn't got it. Sort of goose step. He didn't claw to be claw anymore. Woohoo! He's like, no. no Don't turn around, now. Max. Don't turn around, Max. Just go the other way. Mm. It's the claw. No. Around the eyes, though. He's just gripping on the top of his head. Oh, wait. Into a back slam. Still holds on the claw into the face. One, two, three. I mean, that was his shoulder count. was the entire time. Like the the ref, that was a weird three count. I, and well, I mean, MJF's arm was up the whole time. I don't. <laughs> so basically, you're saying MJF wrestling. didn't lose his match. Thanks. I hate indie right. wrestling. <laughs> this is not indie. This is like professional. Yeah, this is the major league. Mm. Professional wrestling. Well, and still your tag team champions. God dang, those are some ugly belts. Those are big belts too. Good. Yeah. Big old plate. Center plate. They just look bigger on them, but now that Los Parks have them. Well, Los hey, Parks have bigger midsections. Yeah. Hey MJF, there's a streamer on you there, buddy. The claw, suplex, claw slam. He's not going to be. Buried. I don't know what they look. His arm is look. Look. Oh, they won't show it on the replay. But his arm was up the entire time. Yeah. Holiday, not a happy ombre. Oh, the ring announcer got canceled too. That was Haggerty. Huh. So, thought... all right. Uh, your, your thoughts there on uh, what we get to see with. The Von Erichs looked all right. The one of them just took a beating, and the other guy came in for the hot tag, and eventually went on the claw. Like it didn't, you know, didn't get to see a whole lot from him other than a hot tag and and the finish. No. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. Yeah. I didn't realize you hated NJF this much. Uh, I, mean, I don't hate him. I just don't really like him. Well. There we go. That's, that is MLW. Uh, we got to see uh, some fun matches and you know introduce uh, uh, you know you guys to some of the major league of professional wrestling. Of course, MLW will be making its return for the new season, July the tenth, um, at the twenty three hundred Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. A big show uh, again. Uh, our thoughts with uh, La Park, LA Park is continues to recover from pneumonia, uh, and also uh, our thoughts uh, on, uh, with are with also the goddess of the WWE, Alexa Bliss. 
as uh, she uh, she recently lost her beloved pet pet, pet. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, heartbreaking. And yeah, so they, if anybody missed it, they they you know her and uh, her fiance um, had a very nice tribute uh, on her Instagram. So available there uh, for anyone to watch. They were so you know he uh, he performed his once upon a time number one hit uh, from the nineties and uh, some uh, current and former WWE stars were there to share some stories, as well as some friends some of Ryan who who also sang uh, some songs. Uh, so yeah. Uh, it's sad when you lose someone, you know, human or otherwise. Uh, but yeah, hopefully we'll see her uh, back on uh, our television soon. So guys, uh, at home. huh? She can leave the damn doll at home. The, the, I mean, come on. It's, uh, no, it's not fun. No. It's, Lily's traveling. Lily. Okay, Lily. Everybody Lily. loves Lily. Okay. No. Yeah. So, whatever. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, she's having also a fundraiser. Uh, or had a fundraiser. I don't know if they're still fundraising. Uh, in Larry Steve's name. Larry Steve's the name of the pad. Uh, but you guys can find that on the social, on, on Alexis Bliss's social media if you want to contribute. Uh, but yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Another fun episode. What should we watch next month? It's June. Um, Mika, maybe you can help us here. I voted on In Your House because I want to make, uh, you know, make, make uh, Eric watch some matches that will make him hate me. Yeah. Um, of course, with the announcement that you the takeover in June will be uh, In Your House. I think that's a, just a perfect topic to, to go with. Um, your house. June Let's get taught. Thank you. Back on the screen. Watch a bunch of Hell in a Cell matches instead. Yeah. No. I mean, I think one Hell in a Cell happened in your house, right? At least one. Why can't we watch Great American Bashes? Because that's for July. Nope, those um, were in June. Bash yeah, they were in July. Okay, <laughs> only if it's WCW ba- bash it, uh, Great American Bash. You don't want to oh. see the bull rope match between uh, Eddie and uh, JBL? Yeah, oh. that's it. That's the rule. If you want Great American Bash, you can only be WCWs. So you're gonna make us watch old bad stuff, basically, is what you're trying to do. Yeah, because you I'm, know exactly where we're gonna go. We're gonna go to '94 Bash at the Beach. We already watched. Hulk no, we Hogan. haven't watched. No, the, the, that was Bash at the Beach, not the Great American Bash. Um, I thought that was Great American Bash. No, that was Bash at the Beach in July. Oh, Sting versus Vader. Nope. Oh, they didn't have one in 94. <laughs> the glee, man. The absolute glee. He's laughed what, what, at what, Honestly. What, 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 maniacal laughter. Goodness. I know, right? In Your House is good and all, but Hell in a Cell is our classic. I go with Hell in a Cell. Thank you. All right. So that's two for Hell in a Cell. Danny. I was the one Hell in a Cell matches in your house. Cell. I was yeah, it was Danny's was idea. idea. Oh, what's the Danny's idea? I couldn't tell which of the two of you put in it. All right, Basically, so it's three against one. 
Okay. Only Hell in the Cell matches for June. How many Thursdays do we have in June? Four? Hopefully five. Did they have Hell in the Cell matches in 1994? No. I'm joking. No. Oh, come down. Let's see. Hell. Hogan and the Butcher in Hell in a Cell. Yeah. In a I cell would kill match. myself. <laughs> yeah, you, you would definitely be like, why in the world did I do too much? There's been okay. 45 Hell in a Cell matches. There have been. Okay. Uh, definitely not picking the last one. Uh, well, now okay. I'll pick it just because you don't want to watch it. Okay, you pick it. Uh, let's see. Which one of these do I want to see? Definitely not that yeah, one. Another time. Time to wrap up. Definitely the not they that one. They, they definitely won't cancel us. What are we, Velveteen Dream? Um, Jesus yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll have some fun shows for ho- hopefully. Uh, yeah, so we'll watch Hell in the Cell in June. Maybe we'll watch Bash at the Beach in July, like somebody else suggested. Yeah, that's a great idea. So we'll do Hell in the Cell in June, and then WCW Bash at the Beach in uh, July uh, to kick off this summer in a great way. Uh, so, yes, thank you all for listening. Uh, as always, make sure you check out all of our uh, places where you can download all the past episodes. Uh, and um, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, Amazon Music, um, and uh, Spotify. That's the thing, apparently. Tune in. So check us out. Uh, also, uh, follow us on the Twitter machine, at FOW Radio. Uh, Danny's on Twitter, at Danny F in Danger. Mika's on Twitter, at Mika Villas. Eric's on Twitter, at EJ423X. I'm on Twitter at YellowmanPA. And until next time, keep watching wrestling. <laughs>